Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of the Tom and Jared Gaming Show. This is our fifth or sixth episode. I think it's our fifth episode. And uh, I see you've got a webcam that looks awesome. I'm glad you're you're. Oh, finally, yeah. It, I'm it, professional. You are professional. It's, That's it, only I got a better mic. Only had a better mic. Well, actually, you know what? I, I Something I remembered a while back is I we got a mic from a contest that I won and I figured hey, you know what I should probably give it to you <laughs> you might you might actually I'm not really using a webcam I'm actually using a laptop sitting in front of my computer that has a camera on it and it's everybody uh, connected to it because I had to use it for like this zoom meeting for a class for and I realized hey I can use this for the podcast That's yeah better than my phone <laughs> there you go <laughs> how dare you not put the podcast first I'm just kidding yeah, this is a. I mean, I use. I mean, I use used to use this webcam for like uh, live streaming and stuff, too. So I that's why I figured, you know what, this is probably gonna go on YouTube. If if it's gonna go on YouTube, why not like you know have something, uh, have some kind of uh, video appeal for the you know YouTube and not just be like a still be, image for like an hour or two. You gotta be presentable. I gotta be presentable, oh, damn yeah. it. Oh yeah. Got gotta look good for the interwebs. Do you got the scoop Spe today? I do got the scoop today. But speaking of which, but before we get into the scoop, uh, I wanna give a oh, special yeah. shout out to my dad because he made me this mug. See that? Damn. So for those of you who are just listening to the podcast, uh this is a Oh yeah, he and he, Jared has one too. He, he, don't you have that on your, yeah, on your cup? I just I just made it. There you go. He, it's official. There you go. He made his own cup too. But yeah, for those who are just listening with to, to this with audio, uh, my dad made me a mug that has our channel logo on it. The Tom and Jared Gaming Show. Uh, and if you're wondering if they're for sale, no, we don't have the budget to mass manufacture these things. But uh, he made one for me, and uh, he actually made one for you too, Jared. So uh, nice. if you ever wanna, if we ever, if you ever wanna meet up sometime tomorrow or next week, uh, I'll we can drop off that other mug for you along uh, along with that microphone. Now I gotta start drinking coffee. Yeah, I know. <laughs> this is this has Dude. all the, this has all the coffee in it. This has all the energy that that it needs to give me to do the podcast, so I don't, uh, so that I'm not half, so I'm not so sleepy halfway through it, <laughs> like last time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that wasn't yeah, because that wasn't fun. Uh, but yeah, um, I probably should have grabbed my phone or something that had all the notes on it, but I'm, I'm sure we can just win it. And, and and if I need yes, to sir. go and get my you know phone or something, I can edit edit it out. But uh, yeah, so the first thing I I, I want to talk briefly about is because this just happened a couple of days ago. Is that um, uh, there's a new Call of Duty game coming out called uh, Call of Duty Black Ops Cold War, which Ooh, I thought I saw the minute trailer. Yeah, it was like a minute trailer, but uh. I thought it was, uh, and and the only reason I know about it is because a buddy of mine told me just just told me today that this trailer exists, so uh, mm -hmm. there's not a whole lot I can say about it. But I did watch the trailer, and it looks really cool. Like one of the, something that I like about Call of Duty is that 
it'll it does the game it does games based on you know real world events and uh and, you know sometimes it gets oh. kind of repetitive and sometimes yeah you know there's all the futuristic <laughs> stuff that's not real but and, and no, sometimes it gets kind of repetitive too because you know there's the world war one stuff and the world war two stuff but this game it talks about something that you haven't really seen fps games cover and that's the cold war you know the cold war was a you know a really big deal you know during this you know 50 well really more so the 60s and maybe 70s but you know mm. it's um you know cold war was a really big deal and there was a lot of background infighting for it and you really haven't seen any fps games cover it so i think it's really cool that you know treyarch is going into this direction with call of duty and where they're making a game based on the cold war yeah um, yeah because uh, uh you know i mean that's part of the reason why and I, and I think what it is too is that treyarch wants to make up for the fact that um it, 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 you know if, it, they want to make up for the black ops series because black ops 4 really wasn't anything special like there was no campaign no nothing it was just it was just meant battle to solely royale. focus you know battle royale black ops they were just it was basically just hop a, on the trend they were, they were just trying to hop on the trend there was nothing really special about it but uh you know infinity ward they decided to take Call of Duty back to its roots and back to what made people like it with, you know, mm -hmm. Modern Warfare, not to be confused with the 2000s, mid-2000s Modern Warfare. They're, you know, we're talking about the new one from, like, uh, 2019. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, and uh, I think Treyarch saw what Infinity War did and, and was like, you know what, I think we should em emulate that. We need to do what they're doing. So uh, yeah, that's uh, what happened on their part, and uh, yeah, I, I'm curious to see how this game's gonna mm -hmm. look. I think it's coming out in uh, late August, I think. Well, uh, I, I forget when it's coming out. I think it's supposed to come out sometime this year, which that's kind of surprising, yeah. just cause it, the trailer just dropped. But yeah, you don't expect that. I mean, they pump those shits out like <laughs> yeah, like every year. Or so. <laughs> Yeah, usually yeah. they've been maybe they've been, they've been, I don't know how has, has it, been, it was really for a while. I think I don't know if they slowed down a little bit. It's probably but, uh, they probably slowed down. That's true, because uh, uh, I mean it's it, it's it's so easy to mass produce these games by a yearly basis because it's the same like yeah. formula like every year. It's there's there's not yeah. there's not a whole lot to it, and uh, and one like. Mm and one like two and three all futuristic and shit. Like yeah, wasn't, wasn't well, that the thing? Like they're, they're, I forget. I I I, play, I played through two a little bit. Well, yeah. I think Advanced Warfare, be Black Ops Two oh, yeah. or yeah, Advanced they're, they're Warfare was the first game. Were were the first couple of games to to take to take Modern Warfare into like a, a futuristic direction, and uh, after that was Infinity Warfare, Warfare and then they. Black Ops Three, Black Ops Four, just continued the trend of oh, let's make it futuristic. Yeah, it's like because this one's tagline is "Know Your History." It was one of those the big thing I remember seeing. So they, I think yeah, they, they wanted to appease the fans that were getting kind of like, that, "Come on, man! All this futuristic shit. Get back to the original Black Ops shit, where it wasn't like that." I guess. <laughs> yeah, because yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, because people want to... The thing they like about the Call of Duty games is that it's about, like, real-world history events, whether it be from past or what's, you know, currently happening. And I, I think the Black Ops Cold War trailer really intrigued me, too, because, honestly, I, I know it's about the Cold War, but you you hear... You, you, you watch the trailer, and it's like, oh, shit, this is kind of similar to certain events happening today with, you know, without trying to... Not to get too political, but that's kind of the vibes I got from that trailer. So uh, that kind of, from that standpoint, that really intrigued me. Excuse me. And uh, that COD trailer is right. People should know their history. People seem to have a really hard, you know, history tends to repeat itself because people are stupid and can't look back at the mistakes that their ancestors made. And we just tend to repeat them. So in, in, anyways, I'm not trying to get too political. Let's move on to the next story. <laughs> And uh, I, yeah, yeah, I need to get my phone because I, I, I can't think of what the first story was. Just give me one second, guys. I'm probably just going to edit this out anyway. Hey, guys, this podcast is sponsored by. Gamers. All right, here we go. Oh, yeah, and I forgot yes. to mention, too, I should have mentioned this at the beginning of the podcast, but I'll just mention this now. Uh, you might hear some background noise, and if you do, the reason is because it's currently raining right now where I'm at. So uh, if you hear, like, little droplets that are hitting against a window or something, just so you know, it is raining. I'm not the weatherman. I can't control it or do anything about it. So you're just you. going to have to kind of deal with it if you can't hear it. So, sorry. I don't know what else to, to say. It's been raining a lot where I live, and it's just... It, it decided to join for our podcast tonight. We're Canadians, okay? Oh, yeah, that's... that's I gotta true. admit it. How, you, you admitted you were, were Floridians. You just stalked us, Jared. What did you do? The FBI is going to come to your house. Uh, uh, okay. <laughs> okay. So, uh, first story. Uh, so, Fortnite got banned from Apple and Android. And so, oh, yeah. the, the it's kind of a long story behind it. But from how I understand it, uh, basically, and uh, to start out, to start off with Apple, um, Apple apparently, apparently they have this really like um, th this weird payment thing where apps that um, apps that have in-app purchases they have to be paid through via the Apple Store or something. And when they do that, and when that happens, Apple basically gets 30% of any in-app purchases that, you know, a user makes. And yeah. uh, they're, apparently they're really strict with this about um, gaming apps like Fortnite and whatnot. Gaming apps, for some reason, they have to, like, 
they they have to use the they you use the Apple Store for in-app purchases, uh, and and uh, and like I said, they you know get thirty percent of it, uh, and uh, and normally, if if you don't want if you don't want Apple to get a cut of money you make from the app, what you would do is, and a lot of non-gaming apps use this, where you can you can app opt in for. You can opt in for a direct purchase where you're directly paying to the developer to who, who you know the developer of the app and not to Apple. A lot of, and uh, and for the most part, Apple's fine with it. But like for some reason, they're a lot more strict with gaming. Like gaming apps have to do that, and I, and I think I know why uh, why that is. It's because uh, Apple's been trying to get into the gaming market. I don't I don't know if you know this, but uh, there's yeah, Xbox they, Game Pass. Yeah, they, uh, you know, PlayStation Now, and uh, apparently, yeah, apparently Apple, they're trying to start up this cloud service thing. Yeah, they have their service. I forget what it's called. Uh, I remember they had introduced it or whatever. I, I don't remember the name of it, though. Yeah. There's more. So, uh, Apple, so, yeah, so Apple's been trying to get into the gaming market, and maybe with their own products and stuff. Yeah. For, like, yeah, for the cash. So I think that's why they're being kind of strict with... Uh, you know, third-party apps like, you know, Fortnite and whatnot. Well, anyways, mm-hmm. Fortnite wanted to get around the Apple thing, you know, the, the Apple, you know, third, you know, payment, yeah, you know, paying through Apple system and by making their own direct system where you can pay Apple, you can pay them directly. And apparently... Uh, uh, Apple banned Fortnite because of it. They banned it from the store. Now Fortnite still works if you have it on iOS or something. You can still play Fortnite, and you can act, and you can still buy V Bucks and whatnot uh, off of off of the iOS store. But you, but you can if you, but if you didn't download Fortnite beforehand on your iPhone, it's not possible to get it anymore. It's just gone. No, I know. There's That's a lot so of. Sad. I'm sure Ninja and most other twelve-year-olds will be upset about that, but you know. know. And it it, it happened with, and and it happened on Android too. uh, Oh yeah, yeah. Because because they they banned Fortnite for a similar reason because they try to put in a direct deposit system and they banned them because you know Android said you can't do that. You know you have to pay through via. You know Google, the Google Play Store, and they get whatever amount of cut, you know, from that purchase yeah. as well. Uh, but uh, and, and it's actually, I, I, uh, it's still possible to get Fortnite on Android, but now it's harder to do because it's not on the Play Store. You have to get some kind of third-party software thingy, you know, you know, find an alternative means of getting Fortnite on your phone. You can't get it through the Play Store anymore. But, uh, you probably have to. Probably a bunch of twelve-year-old kids are watching those like shitty YouTube videos that says get get Fortnite on on your Android in twenty twenty. Like shitty YouTube videos like that. Probably, <laughs> probably yeah. That's what all these twelve-year-olds doing now. And it's some. It's, it's so probably sad. some guy with an Indian accent. Like here's how you get to Fortnite done twenty twenty. <laughs> but uh, uh, yeah, and 
But yeah, but but for Apple, there's no way to get Fortnite. There was it's if you didn't if you didn't already download Fortnite through legal means. Yeah, maybe maybe someone will find a way to <laughs> jailbreak iOS. Yeah, exactly. And maybe someone will find a way to jailbreak iOS and just get Fortnite on there. But until then, there's oh, yeah. Fortnite's dead. There's just no way you can get Fortnite there's onto yeah onto Apple. Sad day for gamers, sad day for, well, mainly 12-year-olds, but that's the story. Too bad, so sad, whatever. Go. Yeah. Yeah, go. Yeah, go rub one off and sleep. I don't know. <laughs> I feel like I have, even though I hate, I hate it, I feel like I have to side with, like, Apple on this one. As, as much as I'd like to, like, <laughs> not do it. I mean, I, I'm assuming that... The, Epic Games had to like sign something saying that they agreed to those in-app purchases, that those purchases through that service. And I, I feel like they they, they had to. At yeah, one point. they might have violated some kind of contract. That that is true. And now they're just like you know you know we don't want to do that anymore. And then then, then they just get banned. They're like, well, okay, oh fuck you. <laughs> that yeah, it seems like, like fuck you. I'm not doing this. But uh, you what? Well, you also have to keep in mind too is that um. The, the, this is this is something that only seems to apply to gaming apps because yeah. apps like Uber and McDonald's and all those, you know, you know, game, apps that don't involve gaming, they're allowed to have a direct payment system where you don't have to use yeah. Apple at all. And they get to yeah. and they get to keep all the revenue. It's only gaming apps that are have the, that are their Apple strict with this law law. Yeah, which that kind of seems unfair to me, but you know, what are you gonna do? You know, what do you hear? You know, they're just racist. They signed. They, sign they agree with. It. <laughs> yeah, they they, they might have signed an agreement saying, you you know you have to, you know, that purchase. You don't like it, then don't get on the app. Don't go on the Apple Store. <laughs> yeah, they might they, they might have, have said have something. Yeah, that purchases have to be made through the Apple Store, and you need to get permission to do a direct uh, payment method and that's you know that's probably what was you know going on it sucks but it's the way it is it's just the way sad. it is sad okay so this next story uh i don't know if i should talk about this because i i okay i don't know if this is even true or not so i don't even know why i put this in the list but uh supposedly yandere dev finished implementing osana in his game yandere simulator so i don't know about it either i, I don't know if it's real or not either to be honest i i don't know if, it, <laughs> if it's real or not either this is just a rumor i heard which uh it's about gaming news it's not about gaming rumors i'm sorry but yeah you know it, so, so so supposedly we're fake news yeah we're fake news this is cnn i'm just kidding <laughs> damn we woke we we so woke, uh, but yeah, supposedly Yandere Dev finished implementing Osana. Which, if if it is true and he did finish it, it's been long overdue. You know, if you <laughs> follow like the development of Yandere Simulator, he was supposed to finish that game like several years ago, like twenty seventeen or twenty eighteen is when he was supposed to have that finished. But he kept putting it off and off and off until 2020, and just now he's finishing it. I think the game was supposed to be finished in like 
2018, 2019, and he's not even, and he didn't even finish the first rival yet. Now he supposedly finished it. And uh, if yeah. that's true that he did finish it, then good for him. But like, how long before, dude, you got six more rivals left to implement into the game. <laughs> if it took this fucking long to implement one rival, how long before the game's finished? Like, think think about it this way. Like, like let's say it took three to four, like three to four years at best to implement Osana. You got six more rivals. So three times four is 12 years, 12 years, six times four is 20. So you, we're looking at maybe 12 to 20 years before this game is finished. Like I I'm get not really that takes, anything about it, to be honest. I, I get that it takes a long time to make a game, but this is fucking ridiculous. This is such, it's a, such a huge project that he's trying to take on and, he, and, he, and he's trying to take it on like a, as an indie developer. It's, and, and, and granted he, he does get volunteers and stuff, but, and, and I went on kind of a rant about how he doesn't treat his, you know, people well. So this is, uh, I don't know. I think Yandere Simulator is more like a be meme nowadays. Yeah. Now, nowadays <laughs> it's just a meme with the whole, you know, how speed running to how how fast you can get banned on his discord does anyone actually care about yandere simulator so some people gaming. still make videos about it because uh well, well the thing is there's there are some people who mm. waited a long time because they were intrigued by the development of the game and you know as as time went on they found out oh this developer's he's kind of a piece of shit of a person and he doesn't really know how to develop games so that's kind of where you know a lot oh, of yeah. people are now, and that's why they they look to things like uh, Love Sick or what was that other game, or or I think it's now called Love Letter and uh, Watashi wa Omaya Des or some weeaboo name. Where they're both Yandere Simulator clones, and they're making them because Yandere Dev just doesn't know what he's doing. So now they're you know doing his job for him. And uh, I don't want to get too deep into it because this is just a rumor. I don't know if it's true or not. But I just thought it was worth bringing up. Unless yeah. you have something more you want to say, Jared. Where I'll, I'll move. We're <laughs> nope. On. This is more yandere than I than I than I even think about any. any yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. Yeah, I mean, I haven't followed the development <laughs> in a long time. But People are, you know, people, fans aren't happy. They, you know, they might have sent this guy a Patreon to get it done. They might have waited a long time and it's just, it's just, it's just not coming to fruition. What a man. So this, so this next story is interesting. So I've never played Ghost of Tsushima before, but I really want to. Me wanna, neither. But yeah. I, it I, looks I amazing. Really I, I've heard really good things about it. It does. Yeah, it was the know. number one. It, it was the best-selling game in japan for a long time it's a really I, i've heard it's really good a buddy of mine it looks awesome yeah says it's really yeah says it's an it says it's an awesome game and and i want to play it for myself but uh so but this is a story that dropped last week uh so apparently the developers of uh uh ghost of tsushima uh sucker punch is i think the name of the development yeah. team they they just announced out of nowhere on Twitter that they're they're putting in a free co-op mission or or, or or a free co-op multiplayer mode for Ghost of Tsushima on um you know the coming this October I think. And I think that's really great cuz even though 
and here here's the best part of the game it's free it's free dlc and there's no microtransactions and i that's the thing i want to oh, highlight man. we finally have a company who's not relying on microtransactions to we did it boys we we finally did it after complaining about <laughs> microtransactions for so long we finally got them to say no with no more microtransactions it's done it's done it's been alive it's it, it, it's been a thing that's existed, but we don't want it anymore. And I'm glad us gamers finally have stood up and said no, no more microtransactions. So, uh, good on, oh yeah, <laughs> good on, uh, good on old uh, Ghost of Tsushima for that. And it looks interesting too. So supposedly the multiplayer mode is based on uh japanese mythology which uh, you know considering mm. what the game is about i i i would imagine it is said i wanted to buy more modern games this year but i have i've been not good gun i promise but, um, that's one game it's been yeah and, good. yeah I'll, I'll be honest i'm i'm the same way i i don't buy a whole lot of modern games nowadays either just because i don't feel like I paying get, 60 bucks for games nowadays because of how bad the economy is doing better. and all that Sorry, what were you saying? They even get a hook. As I, I, I've been want, I've been bad about. It. I've been wanting. That was one of the things I wanted to do this year to buy more games that came out this year to be more up to date. But you know, I'll get better at it. Yeah, and I usually buy. I'm usually buying new games a lot. Like I'll buy a game when it comes out if it's sixty bucks. You know, that's you know, it's sixty bucks. But like nowadays, I'm not you know as comfortable with paying that much for a game just because of how the economy is doing nowadays. That's like. Ugh, yeah, I don't really want to pay that much for a video game, and uh, it's yeah. Even even I have friends that sold games that can give me the hookup, but man, <laughs> I need to get better. One day I'll play Ghost of Tsushima. It looks pretty good. But yeah, there you go. Like I mean, even with cool. uh, even with games like uh, the Destroy All Humans remake, you know, I was really contemplating if I wanted to buy it because that game was part of my childhood, but uh. You know, I thought about it for a long time, and I decided, you know what, I'm a cheap bastard. I already own the original PlayStation 2 copy somewhere. I'm just going to go replay that. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, and that's actually the, you know, and it's it's funny I mentioned that too, because on, on the uh, the YouTube, YouTube channel this is hosted on, which is me, Tom Boom, uh, I uh, made a review of Destroy All Humans, if... Uh, and if you're interested in watching it, go check that out. It's a fairly good, fairly good review. And I, and I just slapped myself in my eye with hair. I don't know why I did that. It just happened. That's what that's oh, what yeah. I get for having the quarantine hairstyle. <laughs> yes, sir. Yeah. So let's see. What's the next story? Um, so, uh, yeah, this, this is going to be, yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, so... The PlayStation Five um, controller, uh, the 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 PS Five controller is a, uh, it has yeah. some, it, it has some minor improvements from the PS Four controller, so, mm -hmm. a developer or someone who got their hands on it, said that the uh, the controller was a lot more. Um, comfortable to use like the triggers felt <gasps> more smoothly oh yeah no oh no 
Oh yeah. <laughs> it's gonna be a million dollars. I'm just kidding. You you gotta you gotta pay a million dollars. Yeah. I mean wouldn't controllers are surprised. really expensive nowadays, so I, I wouldn't be surprised. <laughs> but uh yeah, and it's a lot more comfortable, but also uh, the the battery life is supposed to last longer than the DualShock 4 controller. Because one of the reasons the DualShock 4 controller didn't last long was because of the whole, you know, bright light that was on the back of the controller. True. So, like, it would... Yeah. The, the charge would burn out fairly quickly because of that. So, uh, I'm glad that they're making that change. And, you know, they're not going to... It's not going to have a light, so the battery should last longer like three to four hours from what i've heard yeah and uh so yeah oh boy we're blowing through these news stories really quickly oh yeah uh, this is uh you kill it yeah it's not good not good <laughs> yeah hey yeah i have tons i have tons of opinions that's I, I have such long drawn out opinions i have so much to say Sure you do. Sure oh. you do. <laughs> yep. I'm waiting to hear it, Jared. I'm just. I'm waiting to hear it. Where are, where are these, <laughs> it's coming. No, it's coming. Okay. Totally. Hmm. I wonder if I should bring this up because you say you don't know much about the situation. Uh, oh, nope. wait a minute! I forgot this one. This 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 was entertaining. So this was. It's it's sort of gaming news. It involves gaming. So I sent you... So one of the things I, I sent you was called A Really Heated Debate on a Paper Mario song. Now, you, you're probably wondering, what do I mean by that? So... <laughs> so a guy named... There's a guy on YouTube named Critical. That's not his yeah. YouTube name. His, he, he go, his YouTube name is Penguin Zero. I've actually been getting to his content recently. I discovered him pretty recently. He's you really pretty entertaining. He's been yeah. on, he's been on the platform for a while, but I I'm the same way. I I discovered him fairly late into his you know YouTube career. Yeah, um, yeah. He he's a pretty pretty entertaining guy. Like I like his content. Mm -hmm. And recently he he talked about a video. He he made a video where he showed off just a really just a heated uh, comment yeah. section just just full of vitriol and just anger and just arguments like one one of the most uh hotly you know you know hotly debated comment threads in any youtube youtube channel or or youtube 500 video. replies yeah mixed <laughs> maxed out at 500 replies and Excuse me, and and I and I don't know if you know this, but you know once once a comment hits five hundred replies, you can't make any more comments. It's stuck there. I don't believe you. We should find that out in the comment below. I know, right? Video. Let's leave a Come comment on, below and then add five hundred replies to it and see if it, and see if we can add. I don't believe he's comments. right. Come on, guys. Yeah, exactly. Let's find this out together, people. Post a comment down below and then leave 500 more comments under that comment. <laughs> let's have a really hate. Let's have a really, really angry and heated debate down there. Make it political. Make it anything you want. Let's make it on the same level uh, as the uh, Paper Mario video. Exactly. But uh, so 
it, it's I bring this up just because it's interesting. Uh, so there was a guy who left a comment on this Paper Mario song saying he might, you know, I might get hate for this, but this is probably my favorite Super Mario or my, my favorite Paper Mario song. And uh, he knew, you know, that, that's a pretty uh, hot button political opinion, but I didn't think there'd be a, a whole lot of people who would take offense to that. But uh, there was a guy named Arumaru who's like, no, oh, fuck you. You're, you're so stupid. Or why would, why would you think that? How, how could you say that? Fuck you. And this guy, and then this guy named Day defended him by saying that, but then it turned into this whole like big fight, you know, and this isn't scissoring by the way. I don't know why, why I'm doing this, but oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, it, it just evolved into this big fight where like the Dave guy had this huge, superiority complex like he was calling oh you're my little maggot or oh, you're, you're you're my little maggot and and, and he's and he's like he, he he's acting like this super you know big social justice warrior for this guy you know uh, uh fighting against this guy who's making really trivial statements like oh fuck you your opinion's stupid and you know and this is all over a comment uh over just saying like this was his favorite song and you know, fast forward a little bit later, another guy jumped in to call out Dave because you know Dave was being a, a really, uh, I mean, I get he was defending the guy, but he was being a bit of a like a hypocritical asshole because the oh, guy was bullshit. Yeah, yeah, you know, the guy was like, oh, you're he he has this because the Dave guy had this big superiority complex, and the you know, the, and the, it was a guy named Mister Mister Hater who was. He, he's probably as much of an asshole as R. Maru, but this Mr. Hater actually is a little bit smarter and, he, and he's not like, you know, he's just saying, oh, fuck you, your opinion is stupid. He's actually, you know, engaging with this guy and, and saying and critiquing what he thinks is wrong with him. Like, we you know, what is wrong with what Dave is saying. So it, it was this huge fight that was going on and R. Maru kind of left because. He just, you know, kind of got sick of it, but it's uh, it's as long as the Bible. This fucking common thread. You just, there, there's just so much like, you know, hate and you know, just vitriol. And oh. speaking of hate and vitriol, it's uh, amazing that it, it just got as heated as it did. And now the comment section has gotten really big. You know that 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 comment thread's gotten really big because of Critical's video, and uh, it's it, it's all silly in my opinion it, it's amazing We're living in a world gamers it's it's just amazing to me that there's there's some people who have nothing better to do than just to argue with some stranger on the internet about something really f and, and and it can be about something as trivial as what someone's favorite song is from a video game it's it's really stupid paper mario fans am i right I know Paper Mario fans. Paper Mario is now the most toxic gaming community of 2020. Yeah. Even though, excuse me, even though the comment threads from like four years ago. Oh yeah. Well, yeah, I, yeah. I guess the moral of the story is just find a hobby. You know, play video games. If 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 your goal in life is to if you're if if everything you 
if if your whole life goal is just to argue with random strangers on the internet because you got it because that's all you need you need to find a, a hobby find something better to do find something more productive to, to do because no one's just gonna fucking care you just just a waste of <laughs> human space i don't know uh okay so this next story uh i you said you didn't know a whole lot about this I and mean, to be honest i never played the first game either but uh so the lead writer and director for a game called vampire masquerade 2 bloodline 2 got fired and uh Vampire, you know, Masquerade was this, it was this game from the 90s, I think, where you got to customize, like, your own vampire character from a particular clan, and your goal was sort of to mitigate with human society and, and make your vampire army stronger or something. Maybe that's just a, a terrible description of the game, but that's how I think it is for the most part, you know. I'm not an old PC game collector. I wouldn't know. Uh, yeah, I don't collect PC collect games either. Present. Well, anyways, they're making a sequel to that game, and uh, one of the big selling points to that game was the lead writer. The lead writer and director for the first game was going to be back on to work for the sequel. Like that was the main selling point. But after working on it for like five years, they the, the, for some reason the studio just fired him out of nowhere. Of and and it does and they never said why maybe it was for like creative differences or something, and they're gonna have someone take mm -hmm. his place. Which the one thing I want to comment about that is that I think it's gonna be a a really terrible idea because whenever you do something like that, the the game isn't gonna go well, you know, because you're you're bringing on someone who's probably gonna have an entirely different vision from what the original guy had in mind. And it's not going to mesh well if if, if if his vision's too different. Uh, seems strange. It's not like it's a big project. It seems like something that's kind of niche. So it's like, <laughs> who knows what happened? There. It it has a cult following. It's not it's not super mm. popular. Uh, but yeah, so we got um. One more story to talk about, and I actually might bring up a bonus story that's not really gaming related, just because this episode seems going, you know, going kind of short, and uh, so we might we might bring it up. I didn't talk to you about it, so if I do bring it up, it's gonna be a surprise on you. Which, sorry if it, sorry if it comes off as a surprise, you'll you'll probably hear about it. So the last official gaming story is uh, about Halo Infinite. The game got delayed. To it's a big one. That's a big one. Yep. Yep. Yeah, so and it, yeah. I'm not too surprised. Yeah. I kind of figured three four three studios would have done that. What was gonna do this because a lot of people have problems with Halo Infinite. It was a uh, yeah. The the graphics they they didn't like the graphical appeal to it. Yeah, so so <laughs> didn't yeah. scream. Didn't really scream next gen. But, yeah, yeah, and I I take a look at to me the game looks fine, but I take a better look at yeah. the you know some of the screenshots and I can see why you know there was like a monster there was this you know creature monster that was in uh that was in the Halo Infinite trailer that became a meme because uh yeah 
and it became a meme because uh, you know a lot of people thought the design looked really terrible um and it, it just didn't i i think a lot of people felt that it didn't look next gen or all that polished oh fuck okay I, i'm not having pop-up ads but someone in my discord one of the discord servers is just having a conversation and I got three or four Discord notifications in a row. Uh, I probably oh, yeah. should have it. This is our second magnum opus. <laughs> yep. Uh, yeah, our second magnum opus. Maybe between this and college, it's our science saying from God that we shouldn't do the podcast. Gotta use your epic editing skills. Yeah. And I got two more Discord notifications. Fuck. I might have to mute, you know, mute my Discord server to, you know, so it it doesn't it's, it doesn't become too much of a burden. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Whatever. But uh. Mm-hmm. Oh no! Stay with me. Don't get tired on me again. Yeah. So uh and. Yeah, so I, I get why they're delaying the game a lot. People were pissed off by just the the look of it. They, it didn't look next-gen. And I actually they actually compared certain designs like the guns from, you know, this, from that, the, the game trailer to something like uh, Halo Reach. And it's like, and they, show, and, they, and they show you that Halo Reach actually had some more details that Halo uh-huh. Infinite didn't. And it's like, oh yeah, that's kind of bad. This is... Okay, I'm muting the, the Discord server. That's it. Maybe I'll leak their usernames on this podcast just because they keep fucking interrupting it. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Oh, I'm not yeah. going to do that. Podcast featuring... <laughs> featuring insert... Special guest appearance. Discord. <laughs> yeah, exactly. They're just speaking in Morse code. That's why you hear the do 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 Um... But yeah, this is a uh, magnum opus, I guess. But uh, yeah, so as I was saying before, uh, I I could see what people were talking about because older Halo games like Halo Reach definitely had had better graphics, had more nicer looking graphics than Halo Infinite, which is for a next gen game that's not good. Like it's not supposed to look worse than the you know previous gen game, <laughs> and they actually you know compared and contrast you know what the what what halo infinite looked like in its three tra- e3 trailer versus what it looked like in the the gameplay trailer and in the certain shots from from both trailers there was like a there was definitely like a downgrade in quality from the trailer to the you know gameplay trailer so i yeah. get why they're doing that and i think the, the delaying it is for the best cuz you don't want to rush out a product you, they just want to focus on. Uh, uh, they they just want to focus on. Uh, you know, making it making it making it a good that fans will enjoy. Exactly, that's the that's a good part. But I, the, the, I guess the main like the main what do you call it the main thing people were talking about was whether th- this announcement will. Kill maybe kill the launch of the Xbox One. Like that was like the main selling point. It was like yeah, I was gonna come up with a Halo at launch, and now 
I don't know what they what are they, what's their big launch title gonna be. <laughs> I wonder what, I what don't, they're gonna be like. I don't think they have a big <laughs> launch title, that because that's the thing. Halo is supposed to be Microsoft's big selling point, and now that's not going to be available at yeah, launch yeah. because of it. Because the Xbox, they're like, is, still they're gonna like, is this out. gonna kill the Xbox One? Oh, well, is Xbox it gonna kill Series it? X? Is it gonna kill? Is it going to no, kill it? Probably, probably not. not, but it's definitely going to hurt sales of the Xbox One. Because once once Halo actually does come out, I'm sure there are some people who are going to want who are going to want to buy an Xbox to get it. But yeah, it's it's definitely going to kill sales at launch because there's not there really isn't Microsoft doesn't doesn't really have any games that people are excited for that that are Xbox exclusives anyway. Yeah, the really thing is going to sell that console because just just how much probably a little bit more powerful it's going to be compared to the PS5. The yeah, people that are power hogs. Yeah, because the PS5 definitely has a lot more games that people are excited for, that, that people would would want to buy at launch. Because they've got Spider-Man, Miles Morales, they've got uh, Demon Souls, they've got mm-hmm. Grand Theft Auto Five. <laughs> <Okay. gasps> oh shit! Ooh, yeah. and I think, uh, and I think even PlayStation claimed that this is going to be. They I think they claimed like outright that oh, this is going to be one of the best launch, one of the best launch lineup of any PlayStation. They actually like recently. Like announced that like they, they made that bold claim apparently apparently that's what i heard <laughs> they made a big, like oh we'll see about that but i mean it was kind of true but it's like it it did it it, it didn't ha- really have that impression when you're the first game that you showed is gta 5 it, it's just a re-release is it's just a re-release of gta 5 but they did have some pretty most good consoles don't have very most consoles uh, don't have very good launch titles to carry to begin with. Like you know, like remember PS4, Knack, Killzone. Yeah. Did anybody care about Knack or Killzone anymore? I don't think anyone cares about those games anymore, <laughs> no. Because I don't think anyone's Knack, played Killzone in like many in, in a long time. <laughs> but uh, I see what you mean. Uh, so yeah, it's always good just to have the be- have had the game be in the best best thing instead of being like oh it's broken at launch and just keep patching it just wait till till it's complete in a good state yeah could have couldn't and you can even tell that there was big there was there were some big signs on that trailer job that you know doesn't seem like doesn't seem like it doesn't scream like yeah this is gonna come out in november i don't know it came out i mean yeah it it didn't look bad it's just because i had the signs coming in wasn't too shocking but yeah it's kind of sad for Xbox, though. Yeah. You know, I, I, I had a feeling it wasn't going to come out in November either because, yeah, I, you know, I could tell, I could see that people were pissed off about Halo Infinite. So it's probably going to hurt the launch, the sales for Xbox because it's not going to, it's no longer going to be a launch title. But uh, it'll probably still be fine, uh, you know. And I and I think people will be happier this way too because they'll still get their Halo game, but it just won't come out, you know, when they you know pe- when they expect it to come out. Uh So yeah. So that's the last news story I planned up. But as we were talking, I did want to bring up a couple of things. Uh, can I bring up a couple of surprise things for you, Jared? Throw you off, no! throw you off your just game. Okay, that's just kidding. Do whatever you want. <laughs> Lay it on me. All right. So this this might this what you'll have some opinions on because it's Sanic related. Uh, so there's been talk on 
you know what kind of Sonic games will come out because people have noticed there have there hasn't been a Sonic game that's come out within the last couple of years or give or take. Yeah. Um. It's you know it's Sonic games have not come out as often as people usually expect them to, and the main mm-hmm. reason for that is because Sega really wants to, you know, buckle down and make the game as the Sonic games as best as possible, and that probably <laughs> will probably mean waiting a you know a few years between e- between each game. So what Sega is doing right now is uh they did announce that a Sonic game was going to come excuse me, was going to come out in 2021. Huh. What that game is, we really don't know. But that year is a particular year cuz 2021 is going to be Sonic's 30th anniversary. So Sonic's going to be a boomer. Oh man. And it's a uh, yeah, <laughs> he's gonna be drinking Monster Energy in his in his thirtieth anniversary game. Let's go. Let's go. But uh, yeah, some some people have speculated what's gonna be like, and uh, some people th- think it's um gonna be like a sequel to Sonic Generations, which uh, the someone that's uh, in, in, in an interview with someone at Sega they hinted that's might that might what it what it will be. <laughs> they're not gonna just shoot to- shoehorn in like classic Sonic that like did in Forces or whatever. <laughs> I haven't even played Forces. But, <laughs> uh, forces, it, Forces was okay. It wasn't the best. I know. I've been and, uh, it, I need to though. And that's actually find out. It's good. Get an opinion. Yeah, because actually, you know, that's something I want from a from a new Sonic game is just new stuff, like new content. You know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. I, I think. Sega has been trying to has been trying to push nostalgia a lot in the in the past few Sonic game in the past several Sonic games, which yeah. Sonic Generations I didn't mind it too much because nostalgia was kind of the whole appeal of that game, because you were playing through old Sonic stages from old Sonic games. But uh, after a while, it got kind of repetitive because several Sonic games since then have been just reusing old stages. Like uh, yeah. Sonic and then Sonic Forces did that. Sonic, uh, you know, Mania was doing that. Sonic, I think Sonic Lost World it was even doing that too. It's like, oh look, here's Green Hill Zone, you know, for the millionth time, and it's like it, fans are starting to get kind of annoyed of it. Like they want new content, you know, yeah. for Sonic related stuff. And, and and it's also why I think Sonic Forces brought classic Sonic back is because they knew he was a big selling point for Sonic Generation, so now they're bringing him back for money. Like even though Sonic even though Classic <laughs> Sonic was only supposed to be there for like one game has like a he doesn't really like need to be there. Uh-huh. The money he really says he does. No, he really didn't need to be there and they just did it uh for sales purposes. And they also Sega likes to retcon the Sonic continuity for some reason. Because in, in Sonic Generations, it was clearly established that that was Sonic from the past. But Sonic Forces make, makes it makes it out that classic Sonic is from another dimension. So they basically re- pulled a reverse Blaze, the cat, with classic Sonic. And that where and they they said they said uh, Blaze was from another dimension. But then in Sonic 06, they said, oh, she's from the future. If Sonic, classic Sonic, they were the opposite. In Generations... Classic Sonic was Sonic from the past, but in in uh, Sonic Forces they say he's from another dimension. So, 
I guess there goes continuity. My brain, my brain hurts. My yeah. brain be hurting. Yes, co continuity <laughs> is a thing. Is is something that's the storyline in Sonic games just don't seem to un understand. <laughs> no. Yeah. But uh, I don't know. Do you do you have any speculations for what the new Sonic game might be? Sonic Adventure Three confirmed. Yes, I Sonic Adventure Three. <laughs> no, I don't know. I've Sonic wanting... 06 2. No. Yep. <laughs> Sonic actually, 20. Yeah. yeah. I've actually, you know what? You know, this is, this is actually a thought that's been on the back of my mind. What if, uh, so, so Sonic Unleashed, <clears throat> Sonic Unleashed was not, was not the original title in Japan. In Japan, the game is called Sonic World Adventure. Yeah. So, Sonic World Adventure, Sonic Adventure, is Sonic Unleashed technically Sonic the Sonic Adventure Three? It's expanded. It's not just a regular adventure. It's a world adventure. It's, it's a wow. world adventure, exactly. It's going bigger. Next one's gonna be Sonic Universe Adventure. <laughs> yeah, and, and and this time Sonic's gonna turn into a dragon, a were dragon. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh yeah. Dragon Hog. Yeah, Dragon Hog. Let's go. Let's go, boy. I might replay some old Sonic games, to be honest. I, I can't think of any new games I want to play. I've played some... <laughs> I, I play, I've been playing a little bit of Metal Gear Rising, which I'm actually enjoying. It's yeah. a fun game. I've Not not a yeah. big Metal Gear Solid fan, but I'm, I am I like this uh, spinoff game. Although I, I am uh, yeah. thinking of getting Metal Gear Solid 5, because that that looks like a fun game, even though I might be I confused with what's going fan. on in the story. Huh? Yeah. And yeah. I am a Metal Gear fan. Okay. I haven't played Rising well. Yeah. <laughs> well, actually, you don't need to play Metal Gear Rising. If, if you don't know what the story is. Well, no, it's, it's, Gear... it's different, yeah. Yeah, because yeah, Metal Gear I mean, it's Rising... set in the future, but it, yeah, but it's... You don't really—it's not really story focused. I'm pretty sure. Well, I heard that that Metal Gear Rising is supposed to be the bridge about what happened to Ride in between Metal Gear Solid three and four, or or no, Metal Gear Solid no. two and four, because Metal Gear Solid three. Yeah, I think it's like near the. I think it's at the end of the timeline. I'm not sure, but uh, <laughs> I don't know anymore. Metal Gear timelines. I I know generally, but well, <laughs> I don't keep up on it. <laughs> It's a lot, I mean, I'm, it's a lot I'm sure it's easier to figure out than Zelda timelines because that Zelda is like a is is a, is a huge shit show in a, in, a, in its own right. Because you've got yeah. Link from one universe, Link from another universe, and it's it's like split into, into three three branches and uh, yeah, uh, yeah it, it's a it, it, it's it, it's hectic to try to figure out how the Zelda timeline. You got the Philips CDI games and like, come on, yeah. <laughs> I mean what? Yeah. yeah, but uh, Zelda. Yeah, but but yeah, Metal Gear Rising. You really don't need to be a Metal Gear fan to understand what's going on because Rising is supposed to be its own thing, separate from Metal Gear Solid. It just happens to mm -hmm. star like one of the Metal Gear Solid characters. Yep, I haven't gotten to the part yet with uh, you know, Senator Armstrong. If you're aware mm -hmm. of that, <laughs> Nano Son, and you you're. You basically uh, you basically have to fight a politician as one of the final final bosses. Yeah, yeah. To me, that's kind of funny. Ooh. Nano machine, son. Yeah. Yep. And the 
<laughs> and it's like, and there's like a, I don't want to get too political here, but there's like a, uh, there's like, there's a part when he's fighting Raiden. I've seen this on YouTube, by the way, where he's fighting Raiden and he's saying something then out of nowhere, he's like, they'll make America great again. And it's like, oh shit, what is it? If only they knew. If only they knew. If only they knew. <laughs> exactly. But, uh, so yeah, that's that's the thing with Sonic. Um, I got one more story to talk about, but it really doesn't have anything to do with gaming as it does with movies. So I don't. I'm not yeah. sure if I want to even bring it up, but it's it's become such a hot button issue that I kind of do want to talk about it, even though it's not. I think you know what I'm talking about. Maybe. Maybe. Okay. All right. So people pretend that this is the. Tom and Jared movie show or film show instead of the gaming show for, for this next segment. Cause this isn't really gaming related all that much. So we're, we're kind of breaking a rule here, but that's our secret. You, you don't, you don't tell anyone else about that. Okay. You don't tell anyone else about that. Okay. <laughs> so, uh, there is this, uh, movie on Netflix. Yeah. The- there we go. Yeah. Yep. And by the way, <laughs> by the way, <laughs> And by the way, Netflix is something that you can use on, an, on a PS4 and an Xbox. So you know what? It counts Confirm. as gaming news. <laughs> yeah, you can even get Netflix physical on Wii for a disc. They have a disc, a Netflix disc. So it, it, it technically, it, that, that's got to count for something. Come yeah, that's got to count for Netflix, something. Netflix is gaming. Come on, guys. Yep, Netflix is gaming <laughs> confirmed. I mean, they do have like interactive uh, stuff on Netflix. I don't, know, so. I don't know if you want to associate Netflix with gamers after after you hear this topic <laughs> anymore. <laughs> yeah, that, that's true. <laughs> you want to so, you want to associate? Yeah, Netflix. So, so there's a movie that's coming out on Netflix this October, I think, called September. Is what's supposed to come out? Cuties. And Cuties is about. Uh, do you, have, you you didn't pull up the synopsis, right? There's, there's, <laughs> there's, the, there's the tagline. It's like, it's like. I know what the. You gotta I know read what this. Yeah. You gotta read it out loud. The whole. The whole I gotta. Yeah. You know synopsis. what? I'll, I'll. I gotta read it out loud, and I'll pull it up right now. Uh, politics, history, philosophy. Let's see. Where is it? They I, changed I, the market. Yeah. So. The plot summary. So, the post, the movie poster for this movie, is is uh, four very very young girls, very young underage girls twerking, and and posing in a really erotic manner. And here's the plot summary for this movie: Amy, an eleven year old girl, joins yep. a group of dancers named the Cuties at school. And rapidly grows aware of her burgoing femininity. I'm sorry if I might, I probably mispronounced that word. I'm stupid. I'm sorry. <laughs> Upsetting her no. mother and her values in the process. So. Oh, and, and I tell you, they changed the, they, they they changed the description of it to make it to try and make it sound better. Yeah. Let me let me let me find the updated description of it. 
Let's see. Cuties. Here's, here's the updated description of it. 11-year-old Amy starts to rebel against her conservative family's traditions when she becomes fascinated with a free-spirited dance crew. So now you're trying to make this into a political thing. Oh, yeah. Uh, this is like... Okay. First of all, I get why people are, like, really fucking angry about this. Like, you're, you're kind of sexual... This, this movie... The way you the way you advertise it kind of promotes sexualizing children, which especially especially in this time and age when like like you go on Facebook and shit like that's one of the main things people are talking about. You couldn't have picked yeah. the worst moment to have this to have this happen. It was like the worst thing, you know, the worst time you could have ever had this happen to yourself. Netflix. Yeah, and <laughs> this is yeah, it's it's not good at all. Like. If there's one, like if there's one thing people can't stand, it's pedophiles, like straight up. Like people cannot, they they, they don't tolerate that shit at all. Like like the synopsis, the synopsis is talking about like literally originally talking about twerking, an eleven year old go twerking in the description. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you don't want. Yeah. I don't know why they thought that was a good idea. I mean, we, pedophiles are seen as like the lowest degenerate piece of shit that you that of of piece of human garbage in our society so i don't know why they'd want to make a yeah. movie like that 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 doesn't seem like a good idea especially but, in the in the in the uh in the in the time of people being angry and the the the, the maps and like shit like going on right now it's like come yeah. on netflix <laughs> you did it to yourself yeah come man. on netflix what are you doing how many people they had to go through now to be fair for the actual <laughs> movie itself is like if you look deeper into the movie, it, yeah, the, no, how I, Netflix most of them does... haven't done. Hmm? Yeah, I haven't looked into it either. Like, I, it seems like no one has. Because people, I guess, <laughs> I don't know if you look into it either. Actually, well, I know a buddy of, of mine who has looked deeper into it, and apparently, it it it's not really how Netflix ma- made it out to be. Because the movie is supposed to be a critique on the sexualization of children. And, you know, today's internet culture with things like Snapchat and media and little girls being exposed to sexualize things more easily. And, and, and they'll think that's how they have to act, you know, that's mm-hmm. how they have to behave. And the, mo- the, the movie is supposed to be a critique on that sh- culture and what it, that kind of culture can do to children. Yeah, but the movie did not do a the, Netflix did not do a good job at advertising for that. <laughs> Uh, that in that way, I mean, if you saw the original French poster for that movie, because it's it's a French movie, by the way. I don't know. Yeah, if, yeah. So you know that the it won, original the, won an award. Poster, yeah, yeah, it did <laughs> win an award. Like the original yeah. French poster was super innocent. It was it was those same four girls going out shopping and they were laughing and they were having fun and it was just innocent little girl shit. And then. For some reason, when they made the American, the American movie poster, for some reason it's those same little girls fucking twerking and fucking just... in like skimpy ass outfits. And like it's really <laughs> skimpy outfits, and it's like, why would you, why, why, why would, did, why do you think, why, why would you think this was a good idea, Netflix? Because most why... people click on Netflix. I think probably most people click on Netflix movies by the. The descriptions and into the pictures you see 
So that's even more disgusting. <laughs> so well, like, yeah, like, come on. <laughs> that that is like really like, disgusting. I don't know why they thought that was okay. And also the description too. They made it. They make the movies seem like it's pro child sexualization, and it's like no, that's not what the movie. From what I've seen, that's not what the movie is is supposed to be about. So if it's true what I've researched on this, the Netflix really dropped the ball here by advertising this movie because there's a lot of people who don't even want this movie to be out on Netflix at all. Like there's like parent parent groups and uh, there there's parental groups and uh, I'm having a brain fart and uh, oh yeah a change.org petition to get this movie off Netflix for good. And I feel like it won't even it won't it won't go on Netflix. I, I I'm pretty sure it probably won't. But you know you might be proven wrong. It might happen. Maybe who knows? I, I doubt it though. I'm, I'm not. <laughs> yeah, because. Well, like, here's the thing. I'm generally not for, like, cancel culture. Like, if someone wants to explore a piece of media that's available, you know, people are going to find a way to watch it, you know? Yeah. You know, I'm, I'm sure there are some, like, legal exceptions with, like, you know, actual, you know, child porn. But, for, <laughs> yeah. like, in in general, if there's if there's a piece of medium that you try to block, like, people are going to find a way to see it, you know? It's, a, it's exactly. the... Uh, it's the Streisand effect. That's just how it is. But, uh, you know. Uh, as, and, and hopefully it's not, you know, pro-child sexualization. It's it's supposed to be a critique on that, hopefully. Let's hope. Let's hope, yeah. But, uh, but I doubt, like, nine, probably 80%, 90% of people will, will never watch it. I, I probably won't watch it. I probably... <laughs> I doubt it. I don't really watch yeah. movies anyway, but maybe I'll look in more into it at least one of these days. Curiosity yeah. is peak, is like she's like, what the hell is this shit? Yeah, just uh, make sure no one's wa- no one sees you yeah. watching it because they might think you're a pedo. Yeah, that's not. Yeah, yeah. 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 I, I'm not gonna real legit. Wa- I'm a. I'm a. <laughs> not gonna legit watch it yet. I have to look more into that. Yeah. I don't wanna. It's not. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. And, I, and I'm probably gonna look more into it too before if I decide to like if I want to you know officially watch it or not. But uh, yeah. So we're we're nearing the end of the show. Do you want to talk about like uh, stuff you've collected and whatnot, and then maybe we can talk about. Actually, let me talk about what uh you know what I've played through first. So uh, I'm gonna make this kind of short because I haven't played a whole lot. Uh, I, I've decided I'm going to add a theme for every time I do this. And today's theme is VR games. Uh, I Ooh. played I, I played two or three VR games uh, that I want to talk about real quick. Um, so the first game I've, I've played is uh, Beat Saber. Okay. Which, uh, Beat Saber is actually a really popular VR game. And it's kind of how I get my cardio workouts in nowadays. Because you got to move around a lot to... Fighting and it's kind of fun. It's like a combination yeah. of uh, Fruit Ninja and Guitar Hero, if that makes sense. Because like you gotta, you know, you got these two lightsabers and you're bashing these, uh, you know, music notes in to make a song, and it's kind of fun. Uh, the second game I've played is uh, 
Uh, so I, I played the uh, Five Nights, Five Nights at Freddy's. Oh God! Help wanted game, <laughs> and uh, how far was that? <laughs> that's uh, it's not bad. It's not a bad VR game because there's actually a a, a, a horror appeal to that game, in the sense yeah. that y- in a way you feel like you're actually in the game, if that makes sense, because you got to look around. Yeah, you, know, you gotta press the button. You gotta make see if the the animatronics are around, and the animatronics actually have animations. Like you can see them walking towards the door. So, yeah. not a VR game. I think I play. <laughs> it's a, actually it's a lot more scary to me. It's a lot more scary than just yeah. regular Five Nights at Freddy's. I'll get, you too, I'll get, like, too, I'll get too stressed out. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh, it's really stressful, especially like you're looking around to see where the animatronics are yeah it, it, it's really f- fucking stressful <laughs> no doubt and the last game i played it's kind of a joke game called uh uh I, i'm just having a brain fart it's called drunken bar fight simulator or something like that and that's actually mm-hmm. kind of a fun game you're just going around beating the crap out of random people with different objects and you can drink beer and all that stuff, and that's kind of a fun good game. Good old times. Good old times, yeah. Oh yes. Well, anyways, that's all the games I can talk about. Yeah. There's probably is not much I can go into that last game. It's it's, it's a fun game where you can beat the <laughs> shit out of random people, and <laughs> it's and exactly it, what it says it is. It's a stressful <laughs> game, so yeah. Do you want to talk After about stressful game? Of- <laughs> I guess so if you want me to. Uh okay. most of the thing that's gonna most things are probably gonna come up is like what games I've played and I'll be like, oh, I probably haven't played anything because I'm too stressed out with uh, doing college work. I'm too busy with college to play games nowadays. But mm-hmm. I'm not stressed I'm not I'm not busy enough to keep stop buying because I have a problem. Some of the games yeah, I, I have played Jared. I know I'm 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 I, I have shit sit I just I'm just a shelf collector. Have shit on my shelf and cry. Peasant. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I know. Let's start out with some uh, some few games, just some randos. Like I, I finally got a copy of uh, Ocarina of Time on 3DS, the 3DS version. Nice. So it's, a, it's the best version of that game. You know. Oh really? Some games I have played, but as like as actual playing, because uh, I haven't played too much. But I've tried out some of these. Next one's an Xbox One game. I got the Spyro Reignited trilogy. Xbox One. I've been meaning to try this out. I do like Spyro. Nice. I mean, uh, I've never played a Spyro game. Well, that's not dude, true. I, I grew up Skylanders before. <laughs> Go ahead. I grew up with. I grew up with the. Uh, uh, what do you call it? Uh, the Spyro Three: Year of the Dragon. That was the one I grew up with. I got a few other ones. Uh, a Super Nintendo game, the Super Ghouls and Ghosts. It's like a 2D platformer. It's what this has got to be one of the hardest games ever made. It is so brutal. I took me hours to beat this first level, and it's like multiple levels. If you've never played a Ghost and Goblins game, man, yeah, these are some of the most and, intense shit. Goblins, yeah, that, that's infamous for being like one of the hardest. The first, oh, the that first game is so hard. Infamous for just being one of the hardest games ever, and then the S the SNES game is not much different. It's it's really difficult. 
because of all the shit they throw at you. Another, pr I got another pricey, uh, sort of a pricier video game, uh, $50 game, a God of War on the Vita. It's like the first two games on the Vita. Nice. That one recently, that was pretty cool. Cool. Uh, some random PS4 games, kind of, kind of random. Uh, Fist of the North Star on PS4. It's like nice. a, I don't know, it's like a beat 'em up based on the. the yeah, the, I think it's based on an old '80s anime. It's really yeah. violent. It's pretty good. My friend likes it. It's pretty good. By it's published by Sega, and it's published before. I gotta have my. We gotta have some weeb shit games. It's a visual novel called The Letter. It's like a oh weeb anime visual novel. It came with an art book. I had to buy it because I like the packaging. It's it's got a nice packaging. That's true. And I see the maturity. Uh, yeah, game, better have games. titties. I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah, better. This game's actually published. There's actually, I think it's a, like a first party title. I, I, here it's pretty interesting. It's called Geist. It's by Nintendo themselves, pretty much. Oh, it's cool. Kind of uh, mature. That that kind of surprises uh, me. Uh, 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 a Nintendo created game that has a mature rating. That that, that kind of surprises me. Space. I gotta look party into that. In, here, Pierce game is really interesting. Yeah. I gotta look. I gotta play it. I I, I don't well, know what it is at well, all. If you if you do a playthrough of it, then let me know. So you tell me what it's about. Because I never heard of it. Another in pricier. Yeah. And I've never another heard pricey of it in... GameCube. Uh, uh, go ahead. Yeah. Sorry. Go ahead. I'm. That's all good. You can, you can keep going in there. Yeah. It's kind of weird. I, all I was gonna another say pricey... is it, it's a all, all all I was gonna say is that it surprises me that Nintendo released released a, a mature rated game because they're you know their whole stick is that they're supposed to be family friendly so but that's all i was gonna yeah. say go ahead go ahead yeah gamecube's got like them experimenting and then another pricey gamecube game uh the, the final game in my resident evil gamecube collection resident evil 2 on the gamecube which is the best Ooh. version of the game on consoles of the regular game uh then the next game is a Wii game. It's actually another first-party Nintendo game. Uh, I haven't played this one yet. It's called Sin and Punishment Star Successor. I've it's heard of a, that it's game. It's like a I... rail shooter. Yeah, I, I've... Yeah? yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, I said it's a rail shooter. It's actually a sequel to a, a Nintendo 64 game that only came out in Japan. But this one got in a release over here. I haven't played it yet, but it looks pretty cool, though. Yeah, kind I've seen that game around in... Uh... I used to see that game a lot in GameStops. It seemed kind of weird to me. Yeah, this game's getting kind of pricier nowadays. But it looks pretty cool. I've been meaning to try it. It's like a cool shoot thing like that. Another another random game, uh, Disgaea 2, which is like a strategy RPG. You know, I gotta have my RPGs, okay? Yep. I've, I've actually become more of an RPG junkie nowadays. I've I've actually been getting really one of my becoming one of my favorite genres nowadays because of that. You know, some other yeah, random you've... ones. Go ahead. Dynasty Ta Dynasty Tactics, just a tactical strategy game. You know, whatever. It's a part of the Dynasty Warriors series. But what did you say? I was gonna say you you've you, you've told me you've been really getting into RPGs nowadays because you 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 seem to you you binge the hell out of Persona, from my understanding. <laughs> yeah, I get really into it. I just like buying RPGs. I like the, the like most RPGs are kind of pricey and like they're hard. And there's a lot of content. They're pretty cool. Uh, I I just don't have the time to play through a lot of them. But you know, I like to try to get into them. 
another random Xbox game, uh, Castlevania: Curse of Dark, Curse of Darkness. It's one Ooh. of the, it's kind of an obscure one, Castlevania. It's like a one of the 3D Castlevanias. Here's pretty decent, but there's a 3D pla- 3D ca- Castlevania. So it's like different. Uh, then I guess some just random 360 games. About about done here. Uh, two Resident Evil games to expand my more Resident Evil. Resident Evil Revelations and Six, just two I didn't have. Cool. But uh, uh, there's this uh, I hear this game looks pretty interesting. It's a uh, it's called The Testament of Sherlock Holmes. It's a mystery game with Sherlock Holmes, but it's like published by Atlas. I I, I don't know anything about it, but it looked kind of cool. So I bought it. Interesting. And then the la- just the last few games, just two, just some PS One games, uh, two, two, uh, two PS Three games. Uh, this one's actually I got the copy of the Simpsons game on PS Three. Oh, this I used game... to play that all the time when I was a kid. But this game's gotten, this game's kind of pricey. I, I I found it, but it was, really, but like, yeah, here's here's pretty good. I, I haven't really played it before though, but uh. <laughs> Always yeah. giving shit to try, and then another one: uh, Sonic and Sega All Stars Racing, which I've never played any of these. I I feel terrible. The sequel's never pretty played good. Any of these racing game. Yeah, the sequel's pretty good. All of them, pretty much. Well, looks pretty good. Yeah. Then uh, the last four, the last four, last well, just the last two is a. Uh, uh, let's see. I couldn't find the one, but. Uh, uh, one of my RPGs, Wild Arms. It's like a JRPG, you know. And then this game, uh, it looks a little. Uh, it's called Punky Skunk. Punky Skunk. <laughs> it's Man. a. It's a. It's about a furry animal creature pl- pl- doing platforming. Man, I want. I wonder what what it's what it's inspired by. Who knows? Who hmm. can tell me? <laughs> I don't, I don't know. It's a mystery. Know. Yeah, could could be inspired by somebody. I I I don't know, man. I don't I know, man. It's really it just could be anyone. <laughs> could there, be anyone. There were there was a lot of there were there were a lot of char- video game characters like that in the nineties. So who knows? Yeah, just another one. And that that is that is most of what I picked up recently. Which I have no no. I have one. I have a couple. More, I have one more. One uh, more. Well, two more. I got some Sega C- Sega 3 games that were Sega CD and Sega Saturn game. This one right here is called Maximum Force on the Sega Saturn. It's like an arcade light gun shooter. Uh, yeah. it's like, the game's almost selling for like 150 200 almost nowadays. I don't know why. No, it's selling for about 80 actually. Uh, but then the next one is a Spider-Man game on Sega CD called Spider-Man versus the the king, the kingpin, on Sega CD, it's like a Spy. platformer. It's another Spider-Man. Spider-Man. Then I guess the pick, and the pickup of the week is a Sega CD game called Android Assault. It's like a side-scrolling shmup. It's uh, it's kind of obscure, but it's like it's got like badass music. This game almost selling for like two hundred dollars. It is a pretty expensive game. Here, it's pretty cool. We mean to try it out. My friend gave me a pretty smoking deal on those games. I didn't want to spend any money recently, but then guys like, "Oh, I have these games for a good deal." 
So you have to buy them. And I was like, damn it. I guess I have to buy them. Damn. And I did. And that's that's some pickups. I mean, if you, if you can get a deal on a $200 game, I'd take it. So. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Wasn't cheap. But mm. I was under, I'd regret it if I didn't buy it. Yeah. <laughs> So yeah, guys, that's uh, that's that's that, that, that that's it. All okay. right. Well, those were some great picks. A lot, of, a lot of intriguing picks, more so than usual. Not that your old Damn. your old picks aren't intriguing. It's just that's games that I weren't even. <laughs> it's okay, Jared. It's okay. I love you. I respect you, man. But uh, I'm just yeah. I'm just saying those were some games that I didn't think existed, like the anime visual novel game or just even the fact that nintendo produced a mature rated game on the gamecube that that just seems kind of surprising to me uh <laughs> but uh yeah and you had a lot of great picks and the sherlock holmes thing kind of surprised me too i didn't think such a game existed but uh yeah <laughs> this has been an episode of the tom and jerry gaming show we thank you yes, for tuning in this week on the Tom and Jerry Gaming Show. We will hopefully see you next week. That it seems to be a little bit more sporadic nowadays than it has been. But we we should ideally have another episode out next week, Saturday by six PM. Hopefully, maybe. I don't know. That's just that's what our plan is. But uh, yeah, we really thank you guys for watching. Uh, yep. and we'll see you next week. Jared, do you have any final thoughts before we end this week's episode? Goodbye. Goodbye. All right. We'll see you later. <laughs> we'll uh, we'll see you all next week. Bye bye. Yeah.